Striking case. Case, how are you doing today? Uh, today I'm doing good. This week, uh, that's probably pretty good. It was my week of buy a shitload of games and play no games, apparently. Or, I don't know, something like that. I'm not sure. That sounds like opposite. No, it wasn't. I mean, I played games. Just now, somehow, over the last week, I've earned a stack of unplayed games that I have no idea how I'm going to get to them. This is backlog season. Starting to, it starts to build up. You start to get that backlog. Yeah, but usually it doesn't happen to me. Usually, I don't know. Usually, I try to only buy games when I beat games. But oh, what's happening? There's uh, a lot of games coming out. That's what's happening. No, there isn't. There's one coming out tomorrow. And what's coming out tomorrow? Rage. Oh, I totally forgot the pre-order that. I'm going to be raging on some rage. I still have time. Oh, I, I should do it right now. Yeah. Wow. I totally do it right now. I'm, oh, I should. You should. Has any uh, reviews of Rage came out? Not yet. I wonder why. Because it's id. Because <laughs> it's id. Usually the people... game is super long and they can't even put a demo of it. Oh, is that? No, they can. They usually pre-give. They, they give people games, you know, ahead of time to review. Sometimes. Nah. Just like movies. Oh, I totally forgot about this game, too. God, I bought a lot of games this week. So, I was buying games while I was buying those games. What, what were you playing this week? Bats. Well, uh, as uh, our listeners know, if they uh, listen to our uh, Gears of War podcast, uh, they can hear that, uh, that I definitely played some Gears of War, but we did a whole separate episode on that, so I'm not going to talk anymore about Gears yeah. of War. Right. Good idea. Right, so definitely played some of that um, this week, and then talked about it on the podcast. If you haven't checked that out yet, and you've beaten Gears of War, check out our special Gears of War podcast right before this one in your feed or on the site. Uh, other than that, I played. Um, I downloaded um, the new DLC for Dead Nation. Uh, Dead Nation is a uh, dual joystick shooter. Um, so it's, it's a fun game. Um, so they had this DLC called. Road of Devastation, and um, it was only three ninety nine, so it was pretty good. It's not like a story, but yeah. um, it's I don't know. It's it, you keep going through like rounds, and and you can uh, take different paths each, each time you want. So there's three paths. There's what they call like I forget. It's like it's like money points and health or something like that or some whatever they are. But each path then has two things. So like you could do like money or points and then uh, one's maybe guns or armor or something. I, f- I forget. Yeah, what yeah. They are. But, um, so each path has two divergent paths and, um, obviously things get progressively harder as you go through and through and keep going through and you try to survive as many rounds as, as you can. And uh, yeah, it's, it was it's kind of fun. I mean, it's definitely a game I enjoy. I actually uh, started playing it through on a harder difficulty just because uh, you know I, Cause you I like I like killing zombies. Well, the question is, why didn't you uh, 
invite me to play with you. That's all I'm saying. Do you, you own made? It the, do you own it on the PlayStation? 2? It was one of the games you suggested for me to get for my free game from the PSN network outage. Well, after after the podcast, no place in detonation. Maybe I gotta eat some ice cream. All right. Well, that does take top precedence. <laughs> it does. It does definitely. Um. The uh, the other game I was playing was a downloadable game. Was called, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I want to say Richard. Richard. R O C H A R D. I think it's called the spell. Said Richard. I don't think I've even heard of this game. I always want to say Rock Hard, but that's not right. <laughs> I played Rock Hard. Well, it, it, it was this. It's really interesting. It's a PSN exclusive. That's why I didn't play it. Um, I by, I could play it if I. If it's by uh, Recoil Games, so you're essentially um, on an asteroid, and um, you're uh, like a head mine or something like that, and you have a weapon that you upgrade. It can uh, you know lift heavy things. You can manipulate gravity. Um, it's um, it, it's 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 kind of a fun game. It's it's got a lot of puzzle mechanics in it. Um. And the plot is pretty unimportant so far. I really don't know. I, I know. it definitely looks like it's called Rock Hard. By the way, it does look that. I agree with you. If you looked at the name, I think it's supposed to be Richard, though. I think I've heard people say it. Yeah. Well, it's just uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's, the, I don't know because the hero's name is John. It's not John Rockhard. I'm pretty sure. But it, but the t- but the title even on the website is Rock is Hard, John. Rock hard, rock hard is harder. <laughs> yeah, well, I could be wrong, totally wrong. All I know is you know, know. like a rock blaster, and and you keep upgrading your your uh, G lifter and and rock blaster weapon. You can switch back and forth. I haven't got. I've probably gotten like twenty five the way ways through it, but it's got like a. Some people were saying Super Metroid. Some people were saying Castlevania. I you know. Yeah, I, it's more of a, it's it's a puzzle solving platformer. That's all I'll give you. It's got these so different, yeah, different. Well, kind of, but Metroid, I'd say, even got more action. This is more puzzle. I mean, it's got different oh. force fields. Like no. you can you can travel through this force field, but um, but like the boxes you can pick up can't. But then boxes can go through this force field, so you, but you can't. So you have to like throw them over and through and around and all it, these different things. It looks like to me what you're describing is it's like a shadow complex. Yeah, a lot of people have uh, compared to to that. Um, so it's, it's and uh, style, stylistically, it's more um, has that uh, Team Fortress feel. It does. It definitely the graphics remind me of that uh, type of feel. So it's definitely stylized. It's interesting. I'm I'm having some fun with it. Uh, I'm definitely playing it in in small bits. Not I'm not. Uh, plowing through it um because it hasn't really grabbed me that much yet but um yeah but yeah. it's some, something to do what about you what do, what do you even blame oh well as we you mentioned i did the gears this week also um but we talked about it a lot in our special episode like uh, bat said earlier you can hear that on any of our any way you usually listen to the podcast you can find it there uh, but like I said earlier, I, I purchased a lot of games this week. Um, the big title game, I guess, that wasn't a downloadable was um, Echo and Shadow Colossus uh, combo pack. 
I bought that too. I, I pre-ordered it, but I, I haven't even played it yet. Yeah, I I, oh, I threw Echo in. I think it's called Echo, by the way, or it's Eco. Yeah. Eco. I threw Eco in, um, and I made it to the second save point because it's you know it's like checkpoint saving. Uh, but that's as far as I got. It's just it's more of a time constraint, not because I didn't like the game. Um, it's I, I don't want to say too much about it really because I don't know. I, I can't say if I like it or not because I just I, I heard it didn't age that well. Well, it's I don't. Well, here's the thing. I never played the original, so I can't say I'm bored because I played the original. And it's not bad that I don't like it. I mean, I've already found issues with some of the mechanics of the game. Like, um, cause it, it, for people who don't know, it's kind of like um, an old school uh, Prince of Persia type game uh, where you you know climb up walls and you move stuff around to unlock doors to get out of like rooms. And there's some beast you have to fight and stuff. Uh, so. The problem is, is like the climbing mechanic, like the jump up the ledge, sometimes doesn't work right. Uh, the other thing that happens is there's a girl. So you, you, the the story starts off as you're brought up to this castle to be sacrificed um, by your village elders because you have horns, and you something happens where your the thing you're you're kept in falls off the shelf and you get free, and you discover this girl in a cage. And so at the very beginning, you break her out of the cage, and now. You're kind of like dragging her around with you and these yeah, black beasts. the whole beasts. game is a, um escort mission. Yes, it is. And there's these black beasts that try to take this girl away, try to take this girl and pull her underground that you have to like run from or, you know, you can actually hit them with the club thing that I have right now in the game. So a lot of times you have to climb up somewhere, unlock an area so that she can get to that area. You know, it's kind of like that type of game and there's a few times in the mechanics like it's kind of weird controls where if you want the girl to follow you you got to hold down the top right bumper but they don't tell you this while you're playing the game like there's no directions on how to play the game i probably could have read the manual but there was like no tutorial so like figuring that stuff out was a little annoying and it's also a little annoying because sometimes you hold it and you're not close enough to her so you don't like grab her right away or you're up on like a ledge and you want to lean over to, to get to her but you fall off the edge or something like it's like little things like that that just somewhat break the the game a little bit but it's not bad enough that i don't want to play it it's just like i said i've been playing gears too much right now um and then so but i don't know i'll, I'll talk about more whenever i actually get further in the game and then the other thing that i did this week which might have been a mistake i'm not sure but there's a one day sale on the game rift on steam which uh rift is a mmo rpg uh oh no <laughs> So it was it was on sale for seven bucks for one day, uh, so I was like, huh, I'll buy it." Uh, so I downloaded that, and I, and I uh, think I'm up to level six on my Rift character, which isn't that much gameplay because you can level pretty quickly to start. Uh, I mean, all I gotta say, it's so far it's wow, but with different storyline and races, basically. Um, I mean, the one aspect they had is like everyone basically dies on the planet and. You're brought, but a, lot, a group of people are brought back to life because the angels wanted. I know you're a hero and you can save the world, but so I picked the good side apparently uh, because you can choose between the two. The evil side, the evil side is like technology, and the good side is um, still believes in religion. Well, I guess they're not. They're not. They're not marked off as good or bad. It's just that the technology people seem to always have darker clothing and you know coloring that make them look like they're evil. I would have uh, gone with the technology, man. Well, see, the problem is I, I tend, when I play RPGs, I tend to play a human, the, the human race for some reason. And there are no humans in the technology 
Uh, what are they? Sect. They're like elves and like dwarves type races. No robots. No robots. It's it's oh. it's it's fantasy. Uh, oh. Unless there are robots and I haven't made it there yet. So I mean, it's I, I if you're a WoW gamer, I don't know why you would play this over WoW. I, like it, to me, it doesn't look like it's it, it's a solid game, but. Unless you're bored of the WoW like styling stuff, that maybe you'd play it. But right now, I haven't really got too far to say I like it. And I, at the end of the month, I will cancel my subscription probably just because I just bought it for seven dollars because it was for seven dollars, <laughs> you know. So I, and I get the first month free. So I don't know if I'll keep on playing after the first month. So I did that. Um, some other games that I didn't get to really play much that I picked up. I got the Binding of Isaac. Which is by the guys that made Meat Boy, which was uh, Meat Boy is a great game that was on the 360, the PC. I don't know if it was on the PS3. Do you know? The Super Meat Boy? Yeah. Nope. No. So they have a new game out called The Binding of Isaac. That's uh, I I bought it. It, it it's a PC only right now. Um, it's basically kind of like it's got the gameplay of um, Robotron or something like that, where you're in a room and like you use the one direction pad to shoot. Another direction to move your character around. Yeah, it's called a dual stick shooter. Yeah, I call it um, Robotron. But I, I, like I said, I haven't got to play it yet. So, I, but that's another game I picked up. And there's uh, like some other games I, I again that I just haven't got to play. So that's basically me. Like I said, I bought more than I've played. I, I guess maybe the Rift purchase was the reason why Rift and Gears took more of my time. So that's about it. Right on. Right on. Right on. Right on. So other than that, have you uh, heard any good news out there in the the world of Vigia games? Vigia games? Well, I, well, the question is, uh, good news? I don't know. Well, actually, I guess the one's good news. Um, the, I think maybe every re- reporter out there, including us, were uh, enthralled with Gears or something this last week because it seemed pretty uh, empty. But uh, the one big thing that happens this week is that a uh, new DLC comes out for Portal 2. And not only is it new to DLC, it's got a word F-R-E-E involved, so it's free. It's a four-letter word. Oh, yeah. I guess I can't count. I only I, I ignore the F. It's silent. It's re. So it's a, it's, it's a free uh, DLC. It's, um, it's for the it's a extension of the co-op, so the co-op levels where you play as the robots, which personally... I never did. I don't know why I never did. I really, I kind of wanted to do it. I just never had to, I never got to, I don't know, I don't know, just never don't have friends. I don't know. Yeah, the key (laughs) to doing it is you have to find someone who wants to do it with you. That's what she's, well, the other problem too that I've heard is you don't want to play the co-op version with someone that's already beat the co-op version because the boards aren't like different. They're, They're, they're solving the problems are the same. So if you play with somebody that you don't have that, that those moments of discovery, so it kind of takes it takes you know removes the fun factor of the of the Man, co-op. Only if you knew someone who hadn't played the co-op yet on Portal Two. Well, I tend to like to play with good players, so it leaves you out, bats. Oh, because I'm a great player. Yes, exactly. It's, it's a ph- phenomenal player is what you are. Super <laughs> duper. Uh, yeah, so uh, I know you have some DLC information out there too, don't you? I, I, I'd, uh... Maybe it's not DLC. Maybe it's a full downloadable game that you've been following for a long time. Yeah, well, um, so 
as you know, we talked about probably I don't know three or four episodes. We've talked about several so this several time is the game I am alive. I've been following it, very interested in it. Um and uh we we reported back that it had gotten a rating and so that the game was still alive. Well, they've uh said that it's gonna actually come out supposedly this winter. And so that would probably be Q1 of 2012. And the game is going to be a downloadable game for the uh, PSN and Xbox, um, which is was not what what I, what I expected. I expected it to be a game. Uh, it also, you, you thought it was going to be a PS3 exclusive, didn't you? I'm, I wasn't sure. It was they were up in there, but I mean this this game has been in development for five years, and I'm guessing that they had enough. Uh, to put it out a downloadable, but they really didn't have enough to maybe put out a full game, like a, a full length game, maybe. Does so, that worry you though? No, I think I think they want to put it out there and see see how, how it does, see if people enjoy it or not, or do see think, whether. Do you think the story is short, too short to be a full game, or do you think like something else it, about the game is the problem? I honestly don't know. I'm I'm saying if you had to guess, you you said that you think maybe it's a downloadable game because of. Not having enough, not. I'm life. guessing if it's been in development for five years, they kept working on it and trying to. I mean, it's. It sounds like they really tried to make it a a, a big game, um, with with lots of you know uh, choices and in a large scale world, and I think they probably stretched themselves too thin and um, or tried to do too much, and they probably had to hone it down to some some specific things um, because, you know, you don't, five years, you're starting to get into the Duke Nukem uh, uh, syndrome. Yeah, so you got, almost you gotta, halfway to the Duke Nukem time period. Right, so what you've got to do is they take the best parts of the game and put it out um, as, you know, a downloadable game, and if it does well, then you can get some real money behind it. You know, a lot of people, I think, you know, are always scared to put out new IPs because, you know, they put a lot of money to it and it might not uh, turn around. So I think this is a good opportunity to put this game out and if if people really uh, latch onto it, that either A, you know, downloadable games are really catching on and if it sells well, maybe they'll just do another one or or they'll put out a, a full-length game for it. So um, if it's good, you know, then I think that... Uh, that uh, it it could go long. I mean, so far what I've seen from the the trailers that are out there, it, it looks good. The gameplay yeah. looks good. Well, the interesting about the gameplay no. to me, from the, at least the newest trailers and stuff, it it kind of reminds me of um, Assassin's Creed, like a lot of climbing and uh, you know getting different heights to, to get your visualization of the world. And like, and the, I mean, not from the combat standpoint. I'm just talking about the exploring of the city, which would make sense because the um, designer of the game is actually the person that designed uh, Assassin's Creed, also. So it could make sense why it has that feel to it. But the other thing I saw a lot in the trailers was him running away from combat versus being in combat. Yeah, it didn't look like he had any hardcore weapons. It looked like he had some, but it was more like more like uh, stealthy weapons and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he had a, b- a bow and arrow I saw, and I think he had a sword of some sort. But I'm just saying, yeah, I mean, it's not going to be like a, a, a rage game where you're just like unloading, but it also looks like it might be some situations where you do uh, parkour-type stuff to escape, maybe. Like you don't have any weapons. you got to run from this guy and climb something and, and jump across like a bridge 
or something like that, you know, jump across from a, a hole in a bridge and stuff. And it sounds like it's, I mean, you like the, you like games like that. I think it's yeah, a yeah. game you like. Yeah. No, from, I admit that the newest trailer made me more interested in this game than I was before. Hmm. So, so you got any other stories out there? Um, well, this other one is just because I like to make fun of uh, anti-piracy f- software, and whenever a new game comes out that has to have such a thing, which I don't know if it's because of piracy or because of used games, but Uncharted Three, which I know Bats is buying, um, will you'll need the PSN pass to uh, play? Yeah, I didn't have a problem with that on for Resistance Three, so whatever. Now, do you think it's because of piracy, or do you think it's because of used games? I'd say uh, they're trying to get their money back from used games. Have people hold on to them. So you think it's a used game? So you don't think it's anything about the piracy whatsoever, like they claim? Yeah, I don't think so. I think that's an excuse. I bet your piracy is pretty low. I think uh, what game was it? They um, I can't remember right now, but they they PlayStation did a um, I think it might have been Heavy Rain, where they they literally pretty much did a a scan to see what trophies people had gotten. And then they figured out that, you know, this many people had played the game and, uh, then they looked at how many they sold and there was twice as, twice as many. Um, and those, yeah, that, were, those that, were pirated. Who was that guy that did that? I can't, I can't remember, but that's, that just I want to say it was like Bioshock or it was some game that we both liked. I thought it was, yeah, I, just, though. I, I, don't I, I just, I don't remember. I just remember that they, it was, um, yeah, he, he and the, looked, the question you have to ask yourself is, would all those people have bought the game if they were forced to, or did those people just play the game because they, can get they were it. able to get it at a cheaper well, level? And some level. of them might have been rented games, you know, and some of them might have been um, friends giving them games. Right, so question, how's that work for rental games? Like if I have a game fly and I get Uncharted 3 through Gamefly. They don't send, they don't, they keep the um, the code, the passcode. They keep the booklet and the passcode so that when you get the game, it's the just like you would have got it if you uh, bought it used. But then if you decide to keep it, they'll send you the the original booklet well, that has but, the code that has never been redeemed. But So I get it from Gamefly, though, right? And to play it, I got to pay $10 to get the code to play it. If you want to play the full game. See, that kind of sucks, I'm thinking, just from a rental standpoint. Like, it'd be annoying if I... I pay Gamefly so I can rent a game. I'm just saying in general, this is not Sony or anyone's fault. But I play like Uncharted 3 because it's what I'm talking about. I I get in Gamefly, it comes to me. I want to play the full game though, and I rented this game. I paid to rent it, but now I got to pay an extra $10 on top of that to play the full game. Yeah, but, you know, I think a lot of people who have game rental, online game rental services, should should know that uh, about multiplayer, especially in this day and age. All right. I'm just, all right, cool. Um, let's move on then. <laughs> Fair enough. So in the similar uh, genre of uh, video games, but not so much, uh, Dead Island, <laughs> which is uh, it's, it's a game that I'm waiting for them to patch, and I think they may have patched it uh, because it was broken before, um, has now gotten the... Uh, the green light for a flick. People have bought the uh, the movie rights, and um, you know, after the original trailer that everyone really loved. Um, yeah, the one weird thing about that announcement is that they kind of said 
that they're going to try and make it like the field of the trailer versus the field of the, like the game. Cause the trailer, the first trailer was so, is so different from the game. Right. Oh, that's fine. Oh yeah. no, I'm not, I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying like, I'm for zombie movies. I am. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I like zombie movies. I'm from Pittsburgh. I have to like zombie movies by definition. I'm, I'm pro zombie. Pro zombie. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it could be, if they do something not like that, that breaks out of the mold, that'd be kind of neat. Cause uh, like my most recently favorite zombie stuff has been, um, the walking dead, which is it, the comic books first is what I read. And it's, it's very, it's not like it doesn't follow the same zombie mold, like kind of break some of the, the stereotypes in the zombie world. Season and, premieres like in two weeks. Uh, yeah. And this TV show too, like kind of kept a lot of that stuff in there. that was more focused on the people than the zombies itself, like the, the conflicts within the group. So they, I think they'd be, I think if they follow the trailer thing, I think it'd be, if they can make it a very somber game uh, movie, I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, no, uh, I think it'd be definitely uh, interesting. Love, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, so, looking forward to it, huh? So, you know one thing you weren't looking forward to? What wasn't I looking forward to? Well, you weren't looking forward to was when the, well, you kind of were looking forward to it, then you stopped to when they announced that they were making a new syndicate. Yeah, and you're like, oh yeah, I love Syndicate, and then they said a little later, but it's a first person shooter. Yeah, and you're like, oh, what the hell are they doing? Oh yeah, I mentioned this on one of the previous podcasts. Yeah, yes, and then what? And then this week, uh, Starbreeze, the studio that that's working on on the new Syndicate, which for those who don't know, they made the Chronics, Chronicles of Riddick, which is a great game, and the Darkness, which is a okay game, came out and uh, with a nice uh, trailer and. I sent it over to Bats, and so what do you think, Bats? I, I I think it looked pretty good. I mean, here's my thing. I would like to see, you know, the the game, the original syndicate gameplay type of thing, but they might they could have named it anything pretty much, but this looks like a capable first-person shooter, so I don't really care what it's called. Yeah, I'll admit. using the syndicate name. When I watched the trailer and, like, the whole time we went through it, I was just like, you know... This game kind of more looks like, uh, I'll say it's more like if it made Deuce X um, type game, like really hardcore, fast shooting, like not very stealthy. It looks awesome. And I was like, they don't really need to call it Syndicate because this game itself feels like it could sell itself almost. Right. So whatever. I, I'm guessing that the, you know, they, they had the rights and they were like, well, might as well use them, you know, and because you know what it is at the end of the day, uh, Syndicate's was a really it was a really good game but there was a there was a small story behind it was that in the future uh, corporations actually battle against each other they have essentially private little armies and stuff like that yeah. and i think that's the basis of this game so they wanted to they had they had these guys who said hey we can make this really great shooter we just need some kind of loose story to base it on so I, I think it's you know it's gonna it's gonna have a, a very you know futuristic type of uh, feel to it, um, and uh, hopefully they can they you know be good. So it's like uh, like you said, I think it's a a mix between Riddick and uh, a Crytek game and, and uh, Deuce X and uh, everything. So I mean that's some trailer obviously just showing you the best part. So um you know it's definitely a game I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to checking out more than I was before. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm pretty I'm excited. I like Starbreeze Studios. I love I mean Chronic Riddick is probably the best ex- original Xbox game I played. Um but not about actually. So the, so I'm hoping they they pull off what Bethesda did with Fallout. I mean the very first Fallout 
was more of a RPG, you know, um, game. And then when they made their sequel, then when Bethesda took over, they made it more of a first person RPG and, and more of an action game and pulled it off pretty well, you know, for you really well. So, I mean, there's, it's not like the first, sometimes they're able to take this genre's twist and make it work well. So I, I, I hope for Starbreeze's sake that they pulled off. And I mean, one of the big things that concerned me was that they were like syndicate and they were like, it's coming out in February. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and supposedly they just kept it as a really uh, big secret. secret. And so, you know, that'll be interesting. A game that's coming out really soon that they didn't talk about. So, you know, let's. That let's could be worrisome. <laughs> yeah, well, it depends. Like, maybe they, they did it right. Well, so this, this will be interesting to see if this works out for them, if other studios follow suit with that kind of like, you know, coming out in three months. Yeah, well, the interesting part with Syndicate, though, um, not to beat this dead horse, is um, Starbreeze is also an independent studio. They're like, you know, so maybe they're already making a different game that they're pitching to people. And then EA said, oh, wait, we have this other title that we own the title, the rights to called Syndicate. Why don't we like make some modifications to your current game? So maybe it was a, less, a, a quicker turnaround, right? But it doesn't come with a statue, so I don't know if I'll pre-order it. Yet. doesn't come with a statue <laughs> yet. Better come with a statue. Now, right. now it's on uh, every system too, so now I got to decide which one I want. Oh, all PS3 right. all the way. Yeah, so uh, Xbox 360 selected, pre-order clicked. Okay. All right, well, why don't we debate which system you should get on? I mean, we'll take a quick break while I convince you that the PS3 is obviously the best choice. All right, well, yeah, why don't we do that? We'll take a little break. All right, sounds good. Yeah, tough, tough battle. Yes, yes, exactly. It's so true. He did. I only had to pay him the price of the game. (laughs) Perfect, perfect. Okay, so there's something that's been bugging me. Yes, what's that? So we did, we did our Gears of War episode, and I and I told you, you know, before, hey, I'm not gonna talk about this episode, but this was something that's just been, that's been, it's been bothering me. It's been bugging me. What the fact that you die a lot and have to save you? No, no. Usually, you just stand there and keep shooting the guys and let me bleed to death behind you. But no, that 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 I've come to accept. Yes, I've just I've come to to, to deal with that. The fact is that in the game, there's two guns. There's uh-huh. two lancers per se. Yes, which are the machine guns in the game. It's not per one, se. There are actually two lancers. One one is the retro lancer, and one is the lancer. Now, my 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 problem with this is that. Shouldn't the original Lancer just be called the Lancer and the new one be called like something else? Like the new Lancer? 
the new Lancer. Well, maybe they wanted to call it the Epic Lancer, but they knew you hated the, the, Epic. The Chainsaw Lancer. The Chainsaw Lancer. Why is it even called Lancer when the first one was called Lancer? Because you had a, you could lance people with it. You could stab them. And the new one, you don't stab them with it. Well, but, it should be called a Chainsaw. Or Chainsaw. Well, it's a Lancer. I mean, a Chainer. I will admit that I didn't recognize that oddity until you pointed it out to me. But it, now that you pointed it out, it does bug the hell out of me. I'm like, wait, how's it a rant? How's it retro? I don't understand what's happened. Like, was it made after the original one to look like the old ones? You know, like someone made may make a gun now. I, mean, I guess be- you could call it the classic. Yeah, maybe. The classic or the original. They call it the original Lancer, maybe. Yeah, maybe the retro yeah. makes it does make it sound like they had the new one, and then someone's like, "Hey, man, I'm really into retro stuff, so I'm gonna make the old Lancer." It's like they used to have bayonets on on guns. Yeah. So if I put a bayonet on this instead of a chainsaw. It would be a lan- It would be a retro looking. Like there's a bunch of hipsters out there that are taking apart the the Lancers and taking the chainsaws off of them and attaching bayonets to them. They're like, "Yeah, I've got the red. I've made a retro Lancer." Yeah, and they put like a little scarf around it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Get some hipster glasses. Damn those hipsters. Screwing the Lancer, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, so you, you have to get a running start to stab people with that thing instead of just chainsawing half. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure I want a gun that, that, okay, a gun that you load bullets into that have small explosives in them to fire the, them out. That's, that's essentially what a bullet is. That you also have to put gasoline into to run a chainsaw. I'm not sure I want that combination. Yeah, the chainsaw is an odd addition to a gun because not only that, like if you're in a combat situation, like they don't have the chainsaw running the whole time. So if you get the guy gets close enough to be near you, you have to actually start the chainsaw up. I'm like, well, if I... Uh, or, I mean, when you get another guy who has the Lancer and they clash the two together, I, I'm pretty sure if you took two chainsaws and you hit them together. They wouldn't stick together. They wouldn't just go like sparking like you're pushing two swords together. It'd be, it'd be horrible, I'm guessing. It probably something, would. something horrible would happen. <laughs> I'm sure, I think that causes a black hole. <laughs> the world gets sucked into it probably. Yeah, I'm not sure what happens if you take two chainsaws and you smack them together. It's not, not good. <laughs> it's a bad thing to do. Pretty sure it's one of the things of not to do is chainsaw fights. It's right up there. <laughs> I think you, I, I could agree with that. And and I'm not sure I trust the man who was like, I've invented a new weapon. It's a machine gun and also this part chainsaw. I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to go with the retro answer. <laughs> Because you're an insane man. That thing probably weighs a billion pounds. Yeah. I'm already I'm already hulking around this terribly heavy armor that only covers the wife beater area of my body. <laughs> yeah, the, the armor doesn't make sense either. That is true. It's like shoot me in the arms. Shoot me in the arms. Shoot, shoot me shoot me anywhere like it has plenty of neck room that bl- plenty of breathing room for the neck you could see their cogs hanging down like yeah very, i don't know whatever anyways so that, you know again I, I know we did a whole episode on that but i just had some lingering well brain. since you're since you're hating on the retro why don't you uh throw out a retro game i will but i wouldn't call it retro i'd call it classic all right we'll go with classic it does sound better so I'm not just going to talk about really one game. I want to talk about a series. All right. Now, I've mentioned this game before because it's one of these games that I played probably first 
really one of the first games out there that I really played a lot of and was really excited about the series. Yeah. And that game was Space Quest. Oh, a classic that I never played. Yes. And they had several Space Quests. Seven, in fact. Well, um, the seventh one was actually, I think, was just a demo. I'm not sure. I know they had six definitive, definitive ones that actually came out. If I did any actual research before a podcast, I would be able to tell you the facts. But regardless, essentially, <laughs> this was a game for by Sierra, um, and it was uh, it was based on uh, the the adventures of a janitor named Roger Wilco, which uh, you couldn't have any more generic space Roger Wilco, type, yeah, type of uh, name. Um, his uh, motto was truth, justness, and really clean floors. So it was a um, it was kind of a, supposed to be kind of a funny uh, sci-fi game. You, um, you, you are aware that Roger Wilco is actually a two-way radio. Yes, the the, well, the voice produced by it. But anyhow, go ahead. <laughs> hey, thanks for the history lesson. There, yes, <laughs> just trying to help you out. Why it sounds so generic to you? That's why because people would use it a lot. Really? Wow. Yes. Go ahead. Now, talk about this game that I never hey, played. Can you tell me what time it is there, Big Ben? Since, it, since you're just dealing out knowledge that everybody knows? It is 8.53. Now everybody knows what time we record, too. Uh-oh, but they don't know what day. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> because I just said Rage comes out tomorrow. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. Anyways, so... um. This 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 game was uh, was like a an adventure game, um, you know, some of the similars to like the your, your Monkey Island. You got to collect things, go around. But what the the creators really wanted is they wanted you to kind of uh, feel like you were more in a, a movie per se, um, and, and and you know, being able to enjoy the scenery and and really feel like. You know, there was, there was it was more than just a, a character on the screen. It was there was a, it was a whole adventure, and I, I, you know, I think back then when I when I played it, I felt like that. I felt like I got into it. It was it was they were funny and in the in the sceneries that just just you'd be on one screen, and uh, I remember just all the details that were put into it was, you know, if you whether it was a space bar or. A, or a back alley, or something like that. Just yeah. um, how interesting it was, um, and how much detail they put into it. Um, and uh, I, I mean, the games they 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 sold a lot, and they were um, at the for the for the time. Um, it was a uh, it was a really great game, and again, it was different adventures, and you had to solve different things, and and uh, the whole time there's this slight humor behind it because you're just a just a janitor <laughs> so I mean it was it was interesting and um I think they're pretty good games they're actually kind of hard to find nowadays you can um I know that uh they've tried to re-release the game a lot of times um and um but I think right now one of the few places you can get it is uh, game tap uh, if you have a, a on demand subscription you can play the first five well. um, but uh, other than that it's really hard to go out there and find it I mean, because back in the day it was uh, one of those shareware or uh, you, know, uh, you know came with like uh, 
40 discs. Um, yeah, yeah. And they did try to come out with a PC collection in, in 2006. I think it came out, but um, I'm not really sure how well it did. So Yeah, yeah. I was just looking at that, too, um, that they came out with on 2006. But apparently, also, you can get on GOG.com. Oh, really? As of now. Yeah, it just came out recently. They have... You gotta buy two separate ones. You can get the grouping of one, two, and three, and the grouping of four, five, and six. So you gotta buy two, but you can get all six of them on GOG, which is... Um, I don't even know what GOG stands for. But it's GOG.com for anyone who doesn't know. Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder if they make you do, uh, like, a, uh, a DOS bot emulator or something like that, or whether they uh, have... Uh, yeah, yeah they might, there's a program called DOSBox that maybe that comes with it or something. Hmm. Yeah, so like I said, these, you know, because these games were written in such an older code, they they have to be done like that. I wouldn't mind seeing these, you know, pumped out into the console for, for downloadable, you know, same thing like Monkey Quest. I think that would be interesting. Yeah, maybe, maybe upgrade. What, uh, did you just say Monkey Quest? Uh, I, 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 I'm Monkey Island, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, one thing that Monkey Island also do, they, they, up, they um, HD-defined it. You know, increase not like rewrote it, it, just made the graphics better and stuff like that. That, that yeah, would be so, cool. You know what? On, on a lot of those, I don't think I'd want them to. I like. I think I like the old ones. Yeah, I what don't I, think I'd want. Well, see, I think I, what I would like to do. I think um, they did this for Monkey Island on the 360. There was like you could play it. Yeah, there was. You could turn on and off the HD. So if you hit a button, it would go back to the ret- I, I call it retro for something. The classic look and feel. And then if you you could put it back on to be the HD one, so you got both of them, which is kind of cool. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I like I said, I never played it and probably never will. I know that uh, <laughs> they started to design the game for the Xbox and the PlayStation through, but but it was um was cut. Yeah. Well, see, I think at the same time I was playing back then, which is, I, I'm going to ruin this game because we can't use a classic game in the future, but I was playing the King Quest series. So maybe that's why I never played Space Quest. I'm not sure why. Probably not. Why yeah. not? So, awesome. Um, so, do we have any questions out there? Yeah, I, I, I put the, the message out there, and unless you checked the box recently, last time I checked it was when we did the, uh, which was literally like a day or two ago, was the uh, the Xbox uh, podcast, so I didn't check it. Yeah, well, I have uh, one here that was sent to my email, not to the podcast one. Okay. So I guess I'll throw it out there. I mean, that's, this is a great question, so I... I'm going to insult the, the person that emailed it to me by calling it not a great question, but it might be amusing to see what how you feel about it because I have I have the answer in my head. Is it does your poop smell? No, it is not. Oh, okay. So it said, "All right, case." He knows I complain a lot, like apparently, because that's what this question is. It's like you are very nitpicky about a lot of things in your games. In your games, so my question is, what do you think is the worst vehicle ever in a game? By design, by by usage, blah, blah. well, he didn't say that. I'm adding that on. So he just asked, "What do we think the worst vehicle we've ever had to deal with in a game was?" Mm, that's a good question. Or even, or I, I'm not thinking out to be maybe even the most crazy vehicles. Maybe one of some like ideas out there. Now I have one vehicle that is. It's nothing about control. I had nothing about that. It's just the sheer idiocy of it. Pissed me off every time I played this game. 
So I don't. It was um. What the hell is the name of the game now? Shit. The what's the game with the clown that shoots people and uh, Twisted Metal? So in Twisted Metal, there was a character called Axel that basically had two huge wheels and he was in the middle of them, like out in the open, driving around, right? Like kind of like you be on a motorcycle. But it made no sense to me that he's in Twisted Metal and he has no armor around him. So you're shooting with missiles, but he's not getting hurt. I'm like, what the hell? This makes like it didn't fit the game for me. I mean, it kind of looked cool, I guess, but it annoyed me out so much when I played the game that he was not getting hurt when his body was just out and open like that when I was unloading bullets on him. So it kind of like took me out of the game. Like I would always make sure people didn't play as Axel because that annoyed the hell out of me. You know, you know what vehicle I kind of have a, a love-hate relationship with was the um, the first tank in uh, in uh, Mass Effect 1, the, the Mako. Oh, every time you had to land and look for resources? Right, so you, you'd have to drive around this thing. So I, I kind of liked it, but it was always a little bit frustrating, and you had to, like, rocket yourself up to void stuff and yeah, was, to climb, and it was... It was a it was, it was a crazy. It, I don't know if it was the vehicle or the design of the worlds. It was a. I, I understand what you're saying. It was really annoying to control that beast. Yeah, um, so that that one was kind of like I was like ah, uh, all the time. <laughs> That's one of the ones that the game developers agree with because they got rid of it the next <laughs> next time around. Um, but another thing, another thing that popped in my head. That, now this is that Axel was just the most bizarre, like out there. It didn't make sense to me for the game. The other one that probably I think it's the worst use of a vehicle in a game was for, uh, was it No More Heroes? And that stupid, oh. huge motorcycle oh. that had like the worst controls. Dude, like, that thing sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's probably going to be the worst usage of a vehicle in a game, I would say. It's a waste of time, too. It was a waste <laughs> of time. Yeah, it was. Let's just extend the game by making it a drive between these missions on the worst designed vehicle in the world. Oh man, the thing was like a motorcycle that's wider than the road. It was stupid. <laughs> it was horrible. Um, so that was the question. Uh, we answered it, I guess, with some of our feelings. <laughs> Remotely, yeah. Remotely. Well, there's so many odd vehicles out there. It'd be hard to like name them all. So, mm. but mm. I think we threw some out there. It'd be good. Well, if you have a question about weird vehicles. You can send it to podcast at thronecontrollers.com and uh, we'll answer on there. Or if you can think of a strange vehicle, feel free to uh, hit us up and uh, let us know what it is. Uh, also, uh, you can find out if uh, we think of any other strange vehicles later down the road or if uh, Case later down the road. <laughs> post any of his new candy art that should be coming soon. Oh, yes. uh, you can check us out on the Twitters at Controller Talk or on uh, Facebook. You can also uh, reach out to us and play games with us uh, on our consoles. Um, I can be reached on the PlayStation at Mike Man and on Xbox 360 as Mike Man 718 uh, case, as always, is Seeker Shinobi on the Xbox and Seeker underscore Shinobi on the PlayStation 3. And until we talk to you next week, this has been episode 16, and we out. Peace.
you want from me, people? Look at me eating ice cream.